Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 131. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road, I Can't See Him, Andy. We're not going to do the whole script again, are we? And no Tony Katz. And uh, what Andy means by that is we just recorded about 20 minutes, and uh, we're on a different setup today uh, on a big computer, and the screen that has our stuff recording is far away. I'm on the other side of the desk for me, about a foot. Uh, and it took me a good 20 minutes to realize that Andy's audio was not recording, just mine. Can we confirm I'm alive now? You are... Mo- Talk, Andy. I'm alive. Yeah, you look kind of quiet, but you're there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're recording, so uh, let's, uh, I guess, try this again. Um, it's not like the listener knows what they've missed, but... We'll uh, mimic it as best we can, because I thought that was pretty good. Uh, Covered a lot of bases, so to speak. Yeah, it's not going to be as natural now. Yeah, well, speak for yourself, Andy. Uh, But anyway, this is episode 131. Make sure you hit that subscribe, share with a friend, and uh, check out our entertainment pods and all that fun stuff. But this is sports, so let's jump right on in. We're going to start things off with some fresh news of DeMarcus Cousins. Trouble on and off the court for this guy lately. Yeah, been an up and down few weeks for Demarcus. First he tears his ACL, and it's all very sad. And then then he tears up his life. He gets well, he gets married, and it's like so he tears up his life. Huh? Good joke. Uh, no, it was a, a happy occasion for him. He got married, and everyone was happy for him that okay, despite you know this on court troubles you know he had something go go right for him uh it turns out he uh fucked it up because before he got married he uh told his ex the mother of his child that he would uh put a bullet in her head because she was not going to allow their son to attend his wedding and uh i understand being upset that he wanted his son there for his special day but a little, little too far. Just a little. Yeah, it's uh, even a little too far for, uh, I think, the U.S. government or whatever government has decided to uh, issue a warrant for his arrest. They are looking into it. So I don't know how much legal jeopardy he is, but he is in. But you can't be making threats like that. I mean, he threatened violence. He threatened... That's, that's Certainly not while he's uh, out of the game. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, we we know he has he's had his troubles. We see him how he behaves out there on the court, so it's not a surprise that he would uh, act like this. He's always acted like a child, and um, he wasn't getting his way, and he uh, you know got upset. But that's a death threat, and you can't you can't do that. And whether he, you know, ever faces any true legal repercussions, he could find himself out of a job here. He wasn't going to be playing this year, but we don't know if the Lakers are going to take action. I think their 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 statement is always going to be like, "Well, we're going to, you know, wait for the investigation." And uh, you see that all the time. We saw with Luke Walden this week. I think it was this week that the Kings said we're going to wait for the investigation, and then the investigation concluded without being able to prove anything. So they're like, "Cool, that's yeah. over." So. Yeah, exactly. They kind of wait for it to become a a real thing, 
and then they size up what people are saying, and then then they have to answer to the angry mob. But that could be weeks away. That could never happen. That could happen tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah, DeMarcus could find himself, you know, the year's gone by, and now he's completely toxic, and nobody wants to pick him up. Uh, I don't know. If the Lakers were to cut him, wouldn't it be almost symbolic? I guess they could recover money. Because I think you can void your contract if you're committing crimes. I'm not sure exactly how that all works. Oh, but he, he did, probably wasn't much playing. money anyway. Yeah, and he probably... I, I just think it's very unlikely he would ever take the court for them this year. Yeah. I think he's going to miss the whole season. So, I mean, I guess by if they were to cut him, that's sending the message he's not there. Whereas injured players are usually, you know, there with the team. Practice, they're not practicing, but, you know, they sit on the bench or behind the bench or something and... Yeah, they probably could, don't want that. He could be uh, behind the bench so far that he's in jail. Yeah. Probably not, but you never know. Maybe the plot thickens on this. But I'll tell you what doesn't uh, thicken is his career. Um, I mean, without the legal battle, he may not ever, like, he might be like the next guy we're going to talk about, Dwight Howard, where he just gets money each day he's on a team. Um, this certainly didn't do him any favors. Okay, it couldn't have come at a worse time. Yeah, he was already looking at, you know, a rough situation where would people want to give in a guy who's constantly injured a chance? Now do they want to give a guy who does this and was constantly injured a, ch- a chance? Which is where I think if he was a better talent or more healthy, that this wouldn't even be much of an issue, which is kind of sad. But yeah, if this was Giannis, which I don't think Giannis would do it. I don't know him personally. Oh, want, I'll speak want. for Tony. He's Greek. He would never do that. Yeah, but I think he would get another chance. He might like throw yogurt at someone. I mean, that could be assault. It's a highly acidic. Or not, not if they're hungry. Know. Can yogurt burn you? I don't think so. <laughs> it's not like salting a snail. I don't know. I'm just not familiar with how yogurt works. It's not a big. I mean, I don't know how. That's like a perversion of dairy. I don't know how you feel about it. I love yogurt. Yeah. I bought uh, like 40 boxes of uh, whatever it was when it was a fat sale at Costco. I just feel like it's... I just polished all that off, too. Now like, I don't want yogurt for a while. It's what Europeans do with dairy where, you know, we do. We're just like cheddar cheese. That's what we want. But then the Europeans are like, no, you could do this. I like yogurt. I actually had yogurt uh, at the hotel the other day. All right. It was pretty good. Some Yoplait? <laughs> no, it was like homemade, and then you put like oh. the toppings on top of that you want. It was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's my history with the yogurt is that, you know, that foil top and you rip it off. That's most and everyone's it's history. like blueberry cheesecake flavor. I'm like, how did they do it? No, I don't need that. Yeah. Stick with the basics. Fruit on the bottom. It could be weird, but it's still pretty good typically. And this yeah. has been your Yoplait yogurt segment of the pot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as DeMarcus Cousins is uh, concerned... Not good for him at the moment. Now, things could take a turn, and this could be a complete fallacy going on. Um, but, I mean, we won't know until we know. And yeah, maybe the Lakers want to get out of it anyways. And if you don't know, now you know. I think I'm more confused now. <laughs> but let's talk about something we definitely know, and that is that Dwight Howard is a Laker uh, Once for again. Now. Yeah. And I teased it a moment ago about how... Uh, Marcus could be heading that direction of, uh, of course, not being offered a salary, so to speak, but basically per diem. I don't know. Paid every day he's on the team. They don't want to commit to him because 
he's got some troubles, not legal troubles. But Look, they he, have a history. Yeah, you don't really know if you want to keep him around on your team. That it seems like every team is happy to get rid of him, despite still having some decent production the, the last few years he's been healthy. Like I think the, the last year is healthy. I think he put up 15 and 12. Which is pretty a, good numbers. Yeah, it's pretty good. More than DeMarcus would do on the bench anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it doesn't seem like anyone likes him. Teammates don't like him. He doesn't have any supporters. His shoulders are too big. Even when he was good, like really good, it seemed like people weren't in on him. They were, he was a, a weirdo. I mean, not. I said he doesn't seem like he's an asshole, but just kind of like, okay, there's something wrong with this guy. Or like, <laughs> you, I mean, you know the type. We've all like went to school with, with someone or worked with someone. It's like, okay, I, the guy's not starting fights, but like, I don't want to be around this guy. Like a kind of guy that would just wear like a leather jacket all the time at school. Andy, no, that mm. there were some other. Would you be a bully to that person? No, that guy had friends and stuff. Oh. This is just kind of like the guy who like would make a cheesy joke or something, and it's like, okay, I don't even want to pretend to laugh because I don't care enough about this guy. But at the same time, I'm like not going to punch him in the face or anything. He's not really, you know, that much of a nuisance. But it's like I'd rather he not be there. That's okay. what it seems like. That's who Demarcus, not Demarcus, but uh, Dwight Howard is. And uh, you put up with that much more when he's putting up, you know, twenty and fifteen, and you know he's defensive player of the year, but. The version of him now, do you really want to have it on our team? He's going to annoy the shit of Alex Caruso, and he don't need that. No, no one need that. I mean, he's 49 years old, still trying to play basketball, you know, live his dream. He doesn't need any shit from Dwight Howard. No. No, no one needs that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dwight Howard, another chance. Yeah, final chance is what, what we'll say on that. Yeah, especially for with the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, people aren't weren't all that happy with that one season he played with them. When was that? 2012 or 13. Okay, so, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and he was coming off being one of the better players. But I think there were some injury issues. He wasn't fully healthy there with the Lakers. And they had Steve Nash, who wasn't healthy. It was just, it was not, not a good season. They weren't terrible, but I think that they had expectations to be like a title contender that year. And I think they were like seventh seed. So we've struggled with bigs since Shaq, up until uh, now. You had Pau Gasol. Mm, he wasn't good either. I didn't like wow. him. I didn't like him. I think Pau Gasol was their best player in those two championships they won with him. Mm. I mean, remember how bad Kobe was in those that finals? He was old. I don't know. I think Pau. I th- I liked his brother more a few years ago. I think he was a little better. I don't know. I could also be just be trying to rewrite history. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think you're forgetting how good he really was. I think well, if, if okay, Powell, shy of him, we haven't had a good big in a while. Bynum, the person who never was. Well, he was good for about four minutes. Yeah, I would say 18 minutes, actually. Yeah, to give him a little more minutes, credit. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I'm looking forward to having... Zubach, you d- ditched him. We but. didn't ditch him. I think we just had to. I do mean, it. he's in a better place now. So. No, he's not dead, Andy. He's just on the Clippers. No, a better place. Oh, it's the same place. Uh, you think he like moved out of his apartment? Didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, got traded. You think he lives in an apartment? Yeah. Why? Because it's L.A. It's expensive. He probably lives in a beach apartment. 
How much do you think he's making? What's his salary right now? Uh, he was only making probably a million last year. I think he's now going to get like eight. I think it's yeah. He, he might even more. have a roommate. So yeah, I mean he's he's got to save up. He's got to save that entire contract. You know, hockey players, they it's not unusual for them like rookies to live with a guy who's more of a veteran that's on the same team as them. I've seen it like Bobby Ryan. I think lived with Solani. Or he lived with someone uh, like sleeping on the couch. No, I mean obviously they have multiple rooms in their homes. Uh, even hockey players can afford homes in California. Um, do you think he would do that? Do you think someone would take him under their wing, so to speak, and uh, put him in a wing of their home? Zubach? Yeah. I mean, you have an extra room here, right? Well, not on the team. <laughs> I I would definitely allow Zubach to live in my bedroom, but wow, I don't think it's going to happen. Andy, are you coming on to him? No, just like... You invited him to your bedroom. I, I support him. I want him to develop his skills, not just on the court, but you know, become a better person. We'd probably take a cooking class together. He'd teach me some Eastern European tricks. Yeah, Andy, he's a young, immature European man. Yeah. We'd probably have to like smoke cigarettes in an alley somewhere. Chain smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they do. But so. I, I'm be, I'd be curious to know if that transfers over to any other sports i thought it was weird seeing that and at the pond it's not the honda center you idiots it's still the pond they did a a whole thing obviously this is years ago when bobby ryan was on the team of like him living there with them maybe it's we lived with getzloff i bet i know a lot of nba players that end up like still living with their parents like kevin durant was like okay i can have an afford a home but like mom's living with me too because he's he was nineteen and probably didn't know how to do laundry yet. So yeah, yeah it's so like entourage. Like you bring your friends and fam. Yeah, I don't know who uh, Kevin Durant's drama is though. Did he have like an older brother that was a fuck up? I don't know. I, I don't mean, know that's much a about classic, the Durant you know, family. It's a classic archetype there. But yeah, older brother couldn't quite cut it. Yeah, I don't know. Should we uh, get into Zubach and? Uh, other parts of the world coming together to play basketball yeah basketball world cup starts tomorrow the 30 the 31st so yeah probably tomorrow for you the u.s doesn't play until the first but it's at five in the morning i don't know if it's at five in the morning monday then i actually am not sure they'll be playing the czech republic but uh the big story about USA basketball is that they had their big winning streak snapped. Their first loss since 2006. It was an exhibition game against Australia, but it still counts. They lost. They lost a game to another country. That that country happened to have some NBA talent, but those are like bench guys compared to the starters that are on this Team USA. Even though it's a inferior version of team usa it's still got all-stars still got people who played meaningful games you know you guys you got like kemba walker who i don't know mul- multiple all-star teams at this point and has been the top guy in this team for many years and uh he went head-to-head against patty mills who uh i don't know he's been the eighth best player in the spurs for about five years now and patty mills got the better of him he's the best player on the aussie team he was the best player on the court Better yeah. than you know Donovan Mitchell. It's like these are. It's hard to believe, but this is what happens in uh, international play. Is some of these lesser NBA players that we you know see during the regular season, they really step up when it comes to this international, these international tournaments. 
part of it is I think they get used to playing with these guys where the Team USA is always rotating people in and out. Whereas like Patty Mills has played with Joe Ingles and Andrew Bogut and some of these other guys many times. Yeah. I also think your chemistry rises and like goes to a level that's, you know, months and months to years down the road for most people just because they're all the same. They all, you know, hey, you guys go to this place and this town and ba ba ba, and they all speak whatever language it is where they live, and they just they become friends probably faster. I'm sure there might be one guy that like has the RBF face like Demarcus Cousins on each team, but I just feel like they probably can gain the chemistry a little faster on those teams. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's good news for. People who are going to watch this tournament, because I think it means the U.S. is vulnerable. They can be beat. Oh, yeah. I don't think they will, but I think it can happen. I think there's a lot of contenders out there. Uh, the problem is that we uh, figured most of the games are going to be on in the middle of the night here. Yeah, and by the way, so, that they're playing Sunday against the Czech Republic yeah. at, uh, at 5.30. So you'll have to uh, set the DVR or, I don't know, watch a replay. You know, Don't check your phone. I don't know how you're going to do it, but... I mean, we have... The same thing happens with the Olympics, and we, you know, try to make it work. Yeah, and I'm sure there's going to be some nut job who's going to be waking up to watch these games. Um, certainly not going to be me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take in the highlights. That'll probably be what I do. Yeah, it'll be fun. Not as fun as the uh, Olympics because it's not the same caliber of player. No, and it's also just a weird team that, you know, I, I said before the 2010 World Cup team. We just had a bunch of like future stars, a lot of really young guys that ended up being really good. Whereas this team has some young guys, but has some like middling veterans. We got a Plumley on the team, which is like, what? What do you expect? Yeah. You just want him to start World War Three or something? Like, I would not bring a Plumley into international territories. What about a Tatum? I mean, Jason Tatum's fine. He's, I think, he's in the uh, young player who might be really good someday category. I Miles have, Plumley, no. I have beef with Tatum. I feel like I don't know why. Well, there's that whole thing where he was, got close to Kobe, but then it was like, "Get out of here! You're a Celtic." I know people were uncomfortable with that. He went to Duke, but you actually you like Duke? I do like Duke. Yeah, he'll probably feel comfortable with Plumley. Then he's got his own private goon. Yeah, that'll help. Uh, I'll I'll take in some of the games. I don't know. I'm just looking forward to the regular season to start. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're all waiting for it. Not not too long yeah a couple months well should we uh transition into uh some other stuff yeah we got a a sport that's about to head into its regular season and that is the nfl and next week we will uh do our promised nfl over-unders we'll get to it we promise to get it to you before the official start of the season which is next thursday but that means right now it's the preseason and the preseason is Kind of a mess, it always is, but it was a real mess last week in Canada where the Raiders happened to be playing a game. I don't know why. I don't even remember who it was against, but they're playing in a CFL field, which has some unregulation stuff. It's not the same as the NFL, and they ended up having to play on an 80-yard field. Just they, seems weird. They decided the 10-yard line would be the end zone. That's where that would start. So it's just like it was like back in the park where you just put – you know, you set a leaf on the ground or something, and I'd be like, all right, that's when that's when you get a touchdown. Was uh, Adam Sandler playing? I mean, they probably could have been playing against a prison team. I mean, it was the Raiders, so it was oh. a prison team. 
Um, yeah, what what a weird set of events. And uh, we're lucky enough that the Raiders happen to be the team on Hard Knocks. And I haven't watched it, but I did hear that this whole uh, disaster was featured on the show. Perfect. So you get to see what happens. Uh, I don't know how John Gruden took it. If they had to get him like an extra order of wings before he can go to sleep that night. That's I what know. I read. If Richie Incognito even was allowed in Canada, I don't know how that works. He definitely shouldn't be. I don't want him in America. But fake last name. It did happen. The game was played, and you know, touchdowns were scored at the ten yard line. It happens. I hope it never happens in a real game, and I highly doubt it would. Be pretty. Tricky. I think it just everyone knows the preseason. Who the fuck cares? That's oh. the attitude. <laughs> Write that down. It's just it's stupid. But that was far from the biggest story in the NFL this week. A far bigger story was that Andrew Luck is no longer going to play in the NFL. He decided to retire immediately. He's not like retiring at the end of the season. It's not one of those things. He's not trying to get a retirement tour. He decided he didn't want to do it anymore. It was too much of a toll on his body. And it was a shocker to a lot of people. It's another sign of trouble for the NFL. So before we get into like Andrew Luck's personal decision, I think people forgot how this happens a lot. Just not with someone with Andrew Luck's profile, but there are plenty of guys who retire early. I think everyone knows like Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson from the Lions did it. Uh, but we got there's guys like Patrick Willis from the 49ers, uh, another linebacker on the 49ers, who I, Chris Borland, who I think retired after one year, a guy who didn't make much money. He was just I don't want to do this. Uh, Telvin Smith of the Jaguars also retired this offseason, although I think he's leaving the door open for a return that he said he might just take a year off. But he's a Pro Bowl-type player who, at under 30, decided he didn't want to do it anymore. Like, I understand. I played high school football. I didn't really see the field too much, but I practiced. I know football takes a toll. It's not exactly as fun as you'd think. Throwing the ball around with your friends, playing, you know, touch football and stuff can be fun, but... You know, actual football with pads and everything isn't the most fun. I think you have to be really into it, really competitive, and know that you're going to have a chance to really do it or you're in it for the money. And with someone like Andrew Luck, he's already made tons of money. He's not going to have to return his signing bonus. The Colts are uh, saying, yeah, go ahead, keep it. How much was that? I think he's keeping $20 million. Not a bad so uh, little buck. I think he's already made like 50 before. So, I understand. I think Tom Brady is the weirdo. Like, Tom Brady, you have you have a life. Like, you, sh- you should build a separate life. Like, we all see what you have this family. Like, just go be with them. Stop being so crazy obsessive about fo- football. Like, there's nothing you're going to do that's going to improve your legacy. You're, you're Tom Brady. Why are you still doing this? <laughs> so, like... We shouldn't, we shouldn't be like, what's wrong with Andrew Luck? We should be like, what's wrong with that guy? We have him coming in uh, next week to talk football. Yeah, so he's going to give us all cactus waters and stuff. And yeah. He has a secret that you can't get sunburned if you drink enough water. That was his, he, he told people that. I think our EP talked about that even. And I can tell you, it's absolute bullshit. You have to put milk on yourself. <laughs> then you can't get sunburned. There's a lot of tricks, and none of them work when you're as white as I am. <laughs> Tom Brady is almost as white, so I don't know what he's thinking. Maybe he's not even a real does he know a maybe he's skynet oh he's a terminator yeah or is he the company 
No, he's he's the beginning. He's he is a Terminator, but before there was like the Terminators, you know, the T eight hundreds or whatever they were called. There was Skynet. Okay. Terminator Dark Fate coming to theaters near you. Yeah. November eighth. I don't know. November at some point. I've seen Check the trailer so many goddamn pod. times. But that's the point. Tom Brady is a Terminator, not a real human. Andrew Luck, I think, is a real human and made the human decision to walk away. It's dangerous. So I have to ask you, you can understand walking away from something if you already have $50 million in the bank. Yeah. That if your job tomorrow was like, here's $50 million, do you want to keep working? Do you think you'd be like, sure. Uh, depends on how much I needed to retire. If he's fifty million, <laughs> if he's just looking to get a tractor, uh, an old Ford pickup, and live on you know three acres in Idaho, I think he's fine. Well, Andrew Luck's not a redneck, so I think you're thinking most football players are those kind of guys. Yeah, he's like a smart Stanford guy. Then he abs- didn't this just happen too? Yeah, like four years ago or something. No, what? A guy? No, not this particular thing, but a guy. I think it was a quarterback also, like, chose not to go to the NFL because it's so dangerous. Um, I said there's other guys. Might have been 10 years ago. There's other people who have retired early. I just think he's, like, the highest profile one, especially. I understand a linebacker and lineman doing this kind of stuff because it's just way more intensive. Where quarterbacks can can minimize their hits. They can. Hopefully. You would think they could, you know, figure out a way to play longer. I mean, you guys. Brady did. Yeah, Brady. You got. Brad Favre, you got Drew Brees. These guys play for a long time because I think they, it's a skill to like kind of minimize getting hit. And Andrew Luck did not have that skill. He had a ton of skills as a quarterback. I don't know what it was wrong with him, but he liked. It seemed like he liked taking hits, and it you know put his career in jeopardy. And now his career is over. Yeah, I mean, I could probably deal with fifty million. Yeah, I think it's. It's been very pol- polarizing because when the news first came out, the fans ended up booing. For some reason, he was out there on the field, not not playing, but he was on the sidelines. And people started you know, looking at their phones and seeing this on Twitter. And he ended up leaving and they, they booed him. And people were absolutely like upset. Like, how could they boo this guy? He's making his decision. And it's like, because they're fans. They're fans of that team. Yeah, it's like, hurting the team. Like They don't care about him. Like, if a the best player on your team decides he doesn't want to play that year, you're going to be upset. Even if you believe that person has the right to play or not, they don't want to play anymore. Like LeBron decides, you know what? I actually don't want to do this anymore. I want to make Space Jam 3 through 9. Yeah. I just lined it up. We're going to shoot back to back in New Zealand. Well. You'd be upset. Think how mad they were when Forrest Gump just stopped running. Yeah. (laughs) Why? Nobody was even a fan. Why did you stop? I get it. Okay, we'll put it in your way, Andy. Kawhi Leonard leaves. She says, you know what? I'm going to go be a, a, a baker. I'm going to go make pies. You'd be pissed. It would be You'd crushing. go find the pie. But it would be, be crushing. Yeah. I wouldn't send him death threats. I wouldn't say I'm going to put a bull in his head. But it would, DeMarcus, it would absolutely listening? be you know, demoralizing. I don't know if I would want to watch the upcoming season. Uh, this happens with injuries, too, where you have a, you know, a really good player get hurt, and it's just like... Oh, why does it have to happen? Yeah, it's a That's, major bummer. It's part of being a fan. Um, I think these fans, what they did was absolutely natural in the moment. I think if they're still mad, if they're sending luck death threats, or if they're saying he's no longer welcome to Indianapolis, that's a problem. But in the moment, to boo him makes total sense. And 
I think you've got to realize we're sports fans. As much as things are changing, they're still fans of teams more than players. Oh, all day. I think people think that oh, the new generation of sports fans just care about players, and so they should want what's best for the player. You know, the most money, whatever they want. If they want to take years off, that's fine. But it's like no, most people who enjoy sports still have their teams and want their teams to do well. Yeah. Um, there was a uh, comedian from the '90s who had a sitcom who uh, famously said, "We're rooting for laundry." I don't know if you uh, know what I'm talking about there. I don't. That was from Seinfeld. Say it again. Say the name? Jerry Seinfeld? No. Launder? You're rooting for laundry. Oh, for laundry. You had a bit about how yeah, irrational yeah. sports fans are. Okay. In the end, you're just rooting for the shirt. I didn't understand what like, you said. I yeah. thought you said launder. <laughs> laundry. And he understands because he is a sports fan himself. Yeah. I mean, he is a fan of one of the most dysfunctional franchises in sports, the Mets. So he understands better than most people, and it's just that's that's how it is. He went so, to all those tennis matches. Yeah. I mean, he learned from the best. Milo, <laughs> your favorite. Um, nah, I mean, I'm not huge on football, but I totally understand that game. I mean, you, I didn't see concussion, but I understand it was not yeah. a good movie about football. So maybe he watched it. He's a smart guy; can put a couple of cents together. So uh, and a couple of thoughts. He's probably going to double that money in the next decade. Yeah, I said he has like an architectural degree or something. So and there you go. Yeah, his dad was the athletic director somewhere and has been important. So it's like, I don't He still might have the future. We're probably not going to never hear his name again. He's um, going to design the uh, new Clippers arena. Could happen. Imagine that. I think they already put forth the designs, but well, let's get him involved. So back out. What if he just plays basketball? What if he's actually really good at basketball? He just never knew. I don't see that happening. Like he he throws passes pretty far, but also can shoot threes. Let's think about it. Andrew Luck, think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, really, I think it's another blow to the NFL and all the stuff with concussions and people being hurt. It doesn't really happen in other sports that people, you know, their skills go away and they can no longer play. But they don't voluntarily walk away. It's because they're... Andy, are you rhyming on purpose? What'd I say? <laughs> Their skills go away and they can no longer play. So they'll eventually walk away. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with this. Where am I going with this? I don't know. Me. I think you're sad. Um, um, but that's what it is. That's the most dangerous sport out there, short of maybe IndyCar. Not, that's not, MMA. That's the safest shit. Yeah, MMA. I don't know. Um, it's... Basketball, you're going to tear an ACL. You know your yeah. leg might might bend sideways. Um, sometimes you never hear concussions. Sometimes, yeah, your leg bends sideways, and then you end up forcing a trade to the Clippers and teaming with Kawhi Leonard, and it all works out. Yeah. So the NBA people recover. There's light at the end of the tunnel, folks. That's what we're saying. Yeah, I don't know what the future holds for the NFL if, because like I said, if you get enough money and it's dangerous, I mean. Doesn't seem like it's the smart thing to. I played. I put in six years. I got thirty million. I can live off this. I'm good. This is you personally. I'm saying that's that's oh. the minds. I that might be the mindset of a lot of players going forward. Uh huh. Yeah. And is that going to be hard for the NFL? I, I mean, I don't think a lot of players. I think majority of everyone in there in any game, for that matter, is a competitive mofo. And yeah, money is great, but they want to win. 
But at the same time, these guys are always holding out for more money and all this stuff. It's yeah, and that that comes on to it. And I mean, you could apply that anywhere. I'm watching billions right now. Jordan Belfort, any of that kind of stuff, they never stop because it's never enough. Money yeah. or trophies. Right? Yeah, I down. know that's part of it. Part of the reason you want to get paid the most is not because you really care to get that extra million, but because you want to be paid the most. Legacy. Yeah. All that stuff. But most people have that. He's you're working thinking, on Wall Street, you're not putting your brain, you know, at risk. Unless no. from all the cocaine or something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So the NFL has to deal with that. And it's going to be a story through the whole year. We're going to talk about it forever. Um, I'm going to promise that Tony Stake is going to talk about it forever. We'll have other things to talk about. But you know, like, Chris Collinsworth is going to mention it probably every week. Mm-hmm. I know Phil or whatever the fuck's name. Al. Al isn't, That's his name. Al Michaels, his partner. Yeah. He'll be talking about it every week on Sunday until NBC kills him or something. I think you nailed it. Yeah. Well, do we have anything else to get to? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if the mics picked that up or not, but uh, Baby Deutsch, the German Shepherd, is in studio with us. Check her out on our Instagram. Uh, She just let out a big old... What is that? Yawn with her mouth closed? Yeah, it's a yawn. That's still a yawn. A groan. A groan. Uh, She just made a big one. But uh, you've been listening to episode 131 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had... Off-road, I retired from football, Andy. Goodbye. And uh, make sure you check out our entertainment pod. And before we wrap up, this whole podcast was brought to you by the Simple Dog Leash. If you head to Kickstarter and search Simple Dog Leash, you will find their awesome dog leash. It's uh, running out of time, though, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh... They've got a day or so. It ends at the end of the month. If you head over there and uh, donate, you'll get a uh, you'll get an awesome ass leash, and uh, you'll like the shit out of it. So check that out. Head over to uh, Simple Dog, world's first clipless clipless leash on Kickstarter. Check them out. But uh, anyway, you've been listening to sports. See you later. <laughs>